Good morning. It's a beautiful Sunday in the old Pueblo, and you're listening to KTDT Tucson. Thank you for spending a part of your brunch hour with us on your downtown Tucson community-sponsored rock and roll radio station. This week, we're going to speak with Brett Goebel. He is a founding director of City High School in downtown Tucson. It's been operational for almost 20 years, so we thought we'd check in and see what they've been up to. Today is June 26, 2022. My name is Tom Heath, and you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar. Each and every Sunday, our focus is on social, cultural, and economic impacts in Tucson's urban core. We shed light on hidden gems everyone should know about. From A-Mountain to U-Arizona and all stops in between, you get the inside track right here on 99.1 FM, streaming on downtownradio.org, also available on your iPhone or Android by getting our Downtown Radio Tucson app. If you want to get a hold of us on the show, our email address is contact at lifealongthestreetcar.org. You can interact with us on Facebook, Instagram. You can uh, check out all of our past episodes on our website, lifealongthestreetcar.org. And of course, our podcast is wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Well, a feature we did a couple of years ago, I guess at this point, was Etherton Gallery. Uh, they had m- making a move, it's probably last year, I guess, they were making a move from uh, the heart of downtown to closer to the convention center. And they have a new exhibit coming out I thought was pretty interesting. It is uh, uh, opening right now. They had a um, uh, an exhibition with the artist last night to welcome it. But the, the program is called Jay Dussard, Cowboy with a Camera. And it's going to be uh, available uh, from basically 11 to 5 uh, each Tuesday. Uh, they're having a, a showing there at the Etherton Galleries, which is 340 South Convent. And this um, this artist uh, has won the uh, Guggenheim Fellowship, and then he embarked on an epic adventure photographing the working cowboy and, uh, and, and the women of North America. So over a period of two years, he traveled 25,000 miles and has many of these photos in an exhibit uh, at the Etherton Gallery. So I'm going to go check that out. You may find that interesting as well. And if you want to hear our story with Terry Etherton about his impact in Tucson and the urban core, just head over to our, uh, our, our page, lifealongthestreetcar.org. There's a search bar, put in Etherton, and you will certainly find that. And our feature today also has somewhat of an artistic uh, impact. If you've been on Pennington and walked by City High School, you see their windows are filled with art projects that have been done by their students. Now, they do much more than uh, just art. But we wanted to check in with the um, one of the founding members of this. His name is Brett Goebel. He's done many different roles, including uh, the principal for several years. I wanted to find out why he and two of his uh, fellow teachers decided to start City High School and kind of how that impact uh, has been here in Tucson. My name is Brett Goebel. I am a uh, teacher and administrator at City High School. I'm moving into a more operational role for this next year. Uh, I think my title is District Leader for Academic Assurance, but I do a little bit of everything. And I've been played just about every role at City High School since we began in 2004. 
So I was principal for about five years and been a classroom teacher and I was the business manager for a while and uh, just just different roles, um, especially in the startup phase over the years. So did, did I hear you correctly? That's the director of everything yeah. title. Is that, is that, yeah. well, kind of, but, for... but definitely people are stepping up into uh, leadership roles here in the last uh, couple of years. And so I'm doing my best to support them uh, to, uh, to really feel confident in those roles. Well, let's talk a little bit about, about city high school for those that aren't familiar, kind of give us the location where you are and a little bit about the school itself. Sure. Uh, so City High School is located on Pennington Street, right between Stone Avenue and Scott. And that's where we've been uh, since we opened in 2004. We're actually located in the old Field Peterson uh, dress shop. Um, and then the uh, building next to us uh, was originally the Howard and Stoft stationery store. And then later on, it was a store called Shoe City. And and so those those two properties right next to each other, a little bit of a alleyway that separates them. What we use as a kind of outdoor learning space and garden. And uh, we really wanted to be downtown when we opened up the school because it was directly related to our mission to get uh, young people involved in uh, the place where they live and to, you know, learn from issues, resources that are just right around them. And, and downtown, we felt, was, you know, the apex of a lot of, you know, cultural and government activities, arts activities. And so we really wanted to integrate youth into that kind of fabric of downtown. And what age group attend the school? So it's a, it's a city high school is a high school. Uh, so ages... Um, about 14 to 18. Uh, we also share the building and we've um, been in um, our nonprofit kind of expanded um, about 2014, 2015 uh, to include two additional charter schools called Paulo Freire Freedom Schools. And those are two small middle schools. One of them shares the building downtown at um, Pennington Street with City High School. Uh, there are about 75 students and they're in, in grades uh, 6, 7, and 8. And then the high school is grades 9, 10, 11, 12. The other Palo Freire Freedom School is over at the uh, Historic Y building on University. And there are also about 75 students. And then how many high school students do you have enrolled? Mm -hmm. So we've got um, about 185. That's about where we are, um, about 40 five to 50 at each grade level. So about 185 students. Um, and, you know, we're small. Um, we're not intending to get any bigger. That was one of the drivers um, to uh, to opening the school is to have a, a small learning community um, for high school age students where students are known well and it's still a rigorous academic environment, kind of a college prep uh, curriculum. So, you know, when, when students graduate, they have all the credits they need to go on to a four-year college, um, but, but on a small scale. And we just didn't, you know, back in um, the early 2000s, we, there were uh, two other teachers and I working at a larger uh, comprehensive high school in Tucson, and, and we were part of a kind of a, a movement or a network of small, small high schools 
Um, it was called the Coalition of Essential Schools. And we just wanted to be in a, in a smaller school environment where, you know, kids were known well and it was more personalized and, you know, it felt more like a family, less like a big institution, you know, where students get lost and, and there was nothing around at that time. And so we, we just started looking into the, you know, charter school laws and uh, starting up a nonprofit organization and one thing led to another and we, we opened uh, for that reason. So we, we really, you know, a main driver was wanting to just be a small, uh, small school. So this was Carrie Brennan and Eve Rifkin and yourself that, that those are the three that you're saying Correct. are the co-founders yep. of this. Yeah. Carrie, it, it, Carrie it, Brennan, it, Eve Rifkin and myself. Yeah. And you were all working together at a different school or, or how did you come together? Yep. We were all working at the same school in Tucson. It was actually Catalina Foothills high school. So we, it, that's how we got our start there. Yeah. Okay. And then I, I did, you know, some research obviously in prepping for this cause you know, I'm, I'm a professional. <laughs> right on. <laughs> uh, but I, but a lot of this, um, you know, this impetus came from not just an academic, but almost like a social interaction. Like you felt from reading it, that, that there's a sort of this disconnect between student and teacher where you were teaching a class yeah. and then, then you were done. Yeah. And your goal here was to be much more integrated into their lives. Is that kind of absolutely true? Absolutely. I would have. And, and, you know, I, I learned a lot about teaching and, um, and grew a lot as a, as a professional at uh, my time at, uh, at Foothills. Um, but one of the, one of the things that aspects of teaching at a large high school that just wasn't satisfying to me was that I would, you know, know the student in my, whatever government or world history class or something like that. But then after that class or that, you know, kind of hour of the day, they would go off, you know, my, my class would go off in, you know, 20 different directions and I wouldn't know, you know, their whole experience and nor did I talk to other teachers that also taught that same student. And so you, you don't really understand the whole kit because the day is broken up and there's not intentional grouping to where the teachers that teach the same group of students are talking to each other regularly. Yeah. So the, the outcome of this, then you have a smaller, you have a smaller uh, group than, and with this, with this 185 or so students, you're in a, a fairly contained building, yep. but they still, they still go from teacher to teacher. Yeah. It's not, you're not teaching every subject, but it's more, it's still like a high school. It's just because it's small enough, you can interact with them and, and, and dig more deeply. Absolutely. I mean, there's several ways that we do that. You know, the teachers meet, um, regularly um you know a couple times a week and and they all share the same students you know they're they're just in a team where they just teach the same students so anything going on with that student or going on with that family the entire staff that interacts with that student knows about it and um and if needed can develop a plan to support that that student that family um more more efficiently and effectively and then um, we also had just have the ability to get every member of the school community in a room together every week. Um, and that's whole school meeting. And so, you know, just a, a once a week opportunity to you know, celebrate accomplishments, um, you know, recognize um, um, students the, for um, what we call habit of heart and mind awards. Um, we usually have an uh, kind of outside community guest that is uh, talking about what they do and 
probably usually some kind of opportunity for students to get involved in what they do, um, for student performances, and so just you know things like that, that that make the school feel more manageable and students feel more seen and, and recognized. Um, so you know definitely being small is one thing, but also just having structures in place to where you just make sure that every student is not slipping through the cracks and and is really recognized for who they are and, and what they've accomplished. We are speaking with Brett Goble. He is one of the founding directors of City High School in Tucson, downtown Tucson specifically. Uh, after the break, we're going to hear about a really cool project that um, uh, all of their students participate in, really good accountability. And we're also going to learn about how the, these students have evolved in a community environment, not just through uh, the education within the four walls of the school. My name is Tom Heath, and you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar and Downtown Radio, 99.1 FM and available for streaming on downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. BK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity. We are back and going to get into the second half of our interview here with uh, Brett Goble from City High School. Uh, you'll hear in this episode, I ran into him and, and learned more about the school and a tour that I had taken and was quite surprised what I found. And just, you know, again, some wonderful hidden gems. So we're going to pick it back up with the second part of our interview here with Brett Goble of City High School. So we, we uh, th- this interview is sort of a product uh, of a tour that I was on with uh, some members of the Downtown Tucson Partnership Board. We're exploring different neighborhoods, and we got a tour of your facility. And, and one of the things that I remember, well, there's two things, and we'll talk about the, the second one, which is the amazing artwork. But the first thing I remember is we were there right at the end of the school year, and there was this, enti- this really large calendar um, on the wall that showed... Um, presentations and was it like each senior was giving a presentation to the school right right yes yes so I'm glad you saw that we still had that up from our last week of school uh, which is called gateway week and at uh, student gateways students um, before they move on to the next grade level you know they've just finished grade level uh, they're presenting what they've learned uh, some of their best work, some of the habits of heart and mind they focused on and, and either struggled with or made some gains in, and uh, and sharing their work with um, others in the school community and audience. And so they get some kind of you know public speaking practice there. Uh, their parents come in for that, and their their advisor, of course, is is there. Uh, so every student does that. The seniors actually present a couple weeks before the end of the year, just to sort of model, you know, how it's done for the underclassmen. But uh, yeah, those last four days of the school year are always gateway week, and you know, it's not the traditional school schedule. It's uh, it's people attending each other's gateways. So so it's every student does yeah, it, not just the seniors. Does that, yeah. Also, by the time you're a senior, you're, that's why they do it first. You've done it this three times before. That's 
Oh wow! Yeah. yeah, that's 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 some accountability to put out there. What what I've learned and gained over this year, and what that's right. What I'm moving on to. That's that's uh, yeah. That's some pressure. Yeah, absolutely. And and you know some some students aren't aren't totally ready, especially when they're freshmen, to do the public speaking. And we just kind of make decisions on a case by case basis. Maybe some students just need a a smaller audience or a more closed gateway. But uh, we really want students, and I think this goes you know across all of our curriculum, we want students to take risks with their learning. And that's another reason why we want to be small and, and feel more like a family environment, more like a supportive environment so that students feel confident enough to take some risks, to do some things that are kind of out of their comfort zone, because we feel like that's when you're learning the most. Um, when you've done things you haven't done before, and you're not so comfortable with it, but that's a good thing. Um, so we, we do definitely push students into that. Not, not so far that they're kind of, you know, their back's against the wall and they feel like they're in a danger spot, but, um, but we definitely encourage risk-taking. Well, and I, I think maybe that comes through in, in the amount of artwork that, that I saw in the halls. And if you've been on Pennington and walked by, you always have these elaborate displays of student work uh, in the windows. Um, do you is that kind of a focus of the school or, or is that just sort of a byproduct? It, it's a great question. Uh, we it does seem um, we, we well first of all we definitely want to take advantage of our kind of storefront location and exhibit student work and oftentimes it is artwork um, that is like the visual stuff that you know gets noticed. Um, we we have a number of people sometimes come in off the street or try to try to come into the school and they think, well, I just want to shop in the, in the store there. And we say, Oh no, that's not a store. It's our art room. <laughs> it's our art studio. Um, but you know, that's a good thing because people are paying attention uh, to student work. Our art teacher, Jessica Melrose is just phenomenal with uh, helping students really see themselves as artists. So, you know, we, we do have an art requirement for every student to take. They can take her class studio art um, and she's just taken help students that don't see themselves as artists and they're suddenly, you know, by the end of the year, they're producing just really amazing work. Um, so it's not a focus of the school. Um, but you know, I think it's, it's definitely something we want to feature and, and we're, we really try to get our student work in all subjects, um, out in the, the, the public eye and to do more public presentations. Uh, COVID was a, that was a rough one for us because a lot of the kind of in-person stuff that, that makes our school um, special, we really couldn't do. So we're trying to get back into, into it and get, get our student work out there um, and invite you know, people into the school that aren't themselves teachers and just try to build those community connections wherever we can. But definitely the, the artwork is, I, I think we do attract to some degree, uh, students that do, are artists and 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 want to practice their art, but it's it's not a central focus of the school. So, and I, we're 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 coming a little bit low on time, but I want to touch on uh, something slightly different. And, and is is this still happening? The the Pennington days. Oh, thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. So the Pennington Street Showcase is what it's called, and we definitely want to do those um, again. We had one. Uh, one this year, this past year. Uh, we like to do a couple during the year. 
and uh, to, to have different focus areas. So one is like arts and entertainment and the other one might be more um, science and math or STEM subjects that are focused on. Um, and so the originally when this started, it was called the Pennington Street Block Party. And we closed down Pennington just between Scott and, and Stone and uh, just had, you know, exhibits in the in the streets and invited community um, organizations to set up um, tables and, and things like that and just make it a community event. Um, the kind of work that students wanted to exhibit, uh, we felt over the years um, required being more indoors and with wall space. And, and so it was really challenging to kind of set up that student exhibition space in the street. And so we've kind of brought it indoors and, and we changed the name to the Pennington Street Showcase as opposed to the block party. But it's a it's an event that's open to all community members and it is a great way to get students presenting their work, talking about what they've learned and what they know how to do to audiences that are outside the school. So certainly parents, but also community members, um, community partners. And um, yeah, we're, we're really excited about that event uh, to, to invite the public in to see what our students can do. Um, well, when the next one comes around, please let me know. We'll definitely promote that. And I, I have not been, I've heard and I saw the flyers and I, and I would like to, uh, to, uh, to attend there and check it out. I, I will definitely do that. The other thing I just say, if, if we have a little time um, I could just throw out there is every senior uh, does a year-long internship uh, at City High School, and so they're they're you know connecting with organizations, businesses um, that are working in fields that those students are interested in. Sometimes they realize, you know, I thought I was interested in this field, but now I realize I'm not, and that's good too. But we really want to give them that kind of uh, work exposure um, that's that's not a classroom setting. Get them connected to a mentor that is, you know, not a parent, not a teacher, but is still interested in working with youth. And so if any of your listeners uh, are looking for a uh, high school age, you know, senior age, 17, 18 year old intern uh, to help, you know, with their with their organization's work and mission, um, we're happy to talk about that. So. Uh, I'm. I had about a 30 other questions we're not going to get a chance to talk about because you've got so much going on. You've got uh, the, the the event center right next door. And, yep. Um, can you briefly kind of touch upon that? Because that's open to the you public bet. as that well. That is for open rental. to the public for community rentals. It's uh, 37 East Pennington Street. It's, uh, you know, it's a, just a beautiful open space with the kind of exposed uh, barrel ceiling and uh, just a great downtown space to have a, have an event and, and community organizations can, can rent that from us and use it for performances or meetings or anything like that. Well, I invite people to check out your website. There's a lot of history uh, and there's some great uh, alumni profiles, by the way, almost every one of them uses the phrase uh, community engagement, community impact, that, that, that community based education was so important to them as, as to where they've gone. But check out the City High School website, uh, cityhighschool.org. Uh, we'll maybe touch back and, and get you back on the show when we have a, a Pennington Street showcase coming up because there's so much more to cover with, with the work that you're doing right here in the middle of uh, downtown Tucson. Absolutely. Tom, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for inviting me.
Brett Goble, one of the founding directors of the City High School here in Tucson, operationally almost 20 years at this point and doing great things within our community. Can't wait for uh, the uh, Pennington Street Showcase, and we'll tell you all about that when it comes up. My name is Tom Heath, and you are listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio, 99.1 FM, and available for streaming on downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. BK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity. Hey, episode 208 in the books. Thank you to Brett Goble, one of the founding directors of City High School in fabulous downtown Tucson right there on Pennington. If uh, you ever have a guest or topic for the show, hit us up on our email, contact at lifealongthestreetcar.org. You can also interact with us on Facebook or Instagram. Also, as a reminder, last week's show kind of uh, featured us, but uh, we have our new book out. It's called My Life Along the Streetcar, a collection of interviews. And it's seven what we considered influential and informative uh, uh, and, and sort of foundation-forming interviews from our first year on the air. We're approaching year number five as our anniversary. And uh, the book was a way to celebrate kind of how we got started. It's available on our website, also Mission Garden, Presidio Museum. And uh, just this week, Pop PopCycle picked us up. So we're getting famous. Well, as we head out today, I want to leave you with a little music from 2020. This is a K-A-L songwriter, and I think the song is very appropriate. Teachers, have a great week, and tune in next Sunday for more Life Along the Streetcar. She's up again at 5 o'clock in the morning, been grading papers all night long. She's got a scorching headache and an aching back. One kid smiles and all that's gone. Little Molly needs assistance to the bathroom And little Billy needs help with his shoe Principal walks in with his chest poked out Said, hey, your lesson plans are due